Christmas. Everybody get together. Funky Christmas. Everybody get together. Funky Christmas. Everybody get That was Funky Christmas by the Funk Tones, a holiday classic that went all the way to number one 25 years ago, way back in 2036. It reminds me of the little Yuletide show Cliff and Candle put on last year. I've noticed that Cliff's pitch is still perfect, but Kendall isn't quite the dancer he was a few decades ago. Not everyone ages as gracefully as we have, dear. I attribute our vitality to a high-ride diet and the bond of love we share. Oh, as do I, dear. There are more chestnuts on the way, so stay tuned to Rye 99 and me, RoboDJ5000. And in case the math was too hard for some of you out there, it's December 24th, 2061. Merry Christmas Eve. Another Christmas Eve with you, girl. It's a blessing straight from the newborn king. Oh, you know, I feel the same way. Oh, I just had a terrible feeling. Did we remember to wrap the gift for Fonky's son, Lemon Juice? Oh, of course. I wrapped Lemon Juice's new suede jacket in the same Snoopy paper I used for Candelabra's robotic pony. Shouldn't Candelabra's gifts match Yabba Dabba Doo's? <laughs> No, dear, since Candelabra and Yabba Dabba Doo are twins, they resent being treated identically, even though they are identical, which makes things even more confusing. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you can keep things straight. With so many grandchildren, I get things all jumbled. <laughs> Why, I mix up Bobble Wobble with Arrivederci almost every time we see them. Luckily, Opie only has Bobble Wobble and Arrivederci on the weekend since his divorce. Look over there, Sugar Lump. The retirement village has erected another stunning Christmas tree on their lawn. Oh, how lovely. And I'm quite fond of the Virgin Mary hologram that's waving us into the parking lot. <laughs> oh, hello, dear! <laughs> You gotta suck in more. I can't. If you don't, the Grinch suit won't zip up in the back without getting all caught up in your back fat. I think you've made a sewing error. Like when my Frankenstein suit wouldn't zip last Halloween, and when my Cupid diaper wouldn't zip last Valentine's Day. Those were all wearer errors. You ate way too much between the fitting and the final product. Why didn't you just let me make the Grinch suit looser? I wanted to be a sexy Grinch. But you don't have a sexy body. I know. I know. 
I just wanted to feel as confident as Madonna did earlier this year when she released that new book of naked photos of herself on her 103rd birthday. Oh well, now that we're 80, I guess I'll finally give up the dream of becoming a sex symbol. Finally. Thank God I've still got the voice. And tonight I've got the big solo. Oh, Grinchy Night, the Who's are all so stupid. And tonight, I will steal all their stuff. Hey, look, it's Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turner, Mr. Snodbottom. I bet they came to give us a merry pep talk before the show. <laughs> Hello, Bowers. Merry Christmas Eve to you both. Thanks. Merry Christmas Eve to you guys, too. Same to you, boys. <laughs> so great to see you. You know, the four or five times you guys drop by each week, there's always more than enough merriment to go around. Oh, what a beautiful thing to say. We're both very excited for the show this evening. It starts promptly after supper, so you might want to rush into the lounge to get good seats by 4.30 when the curtain goes up. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> I've got the big Grinch solo, and Kendall's doing a little magic trick. Well, unless I fall through the stage, of course. Well, I told you not to eat such a big lunch. He had six desserts. It was a powdered tiramisu. You have to eat six. And I meant I could fall through the stage because who built it? Charles the contractor did a great job. Of course he did. <laughs> he didn't win that Lifetime Achievement Award from the Busheltown Contractors Guild for nothing. And don't forget they awarded him that Congressional Medal of Contracting a few years ago in Washington, D.C. And he got one of those rainbow necklace things at the Kennedy Center Honors. And we mustn't forget what the Nobel Committee said when they awarded him. I know him. he's been highly decorated, but I still don't trust him. Two weeks ago, I asked him to look at my electric toothbrush when it wouldn't start, and when he gave it back to me, it broke out three of my crowns. Sounds to me like you've got brittle teeth there, Candleboy. <laughs> I don't like to bring it up, but you are getting older, and these things tend to happen. I keep telling him, now that we're 80, don't expect to feel as good as we did at 40. Oh, <laughs> 80? <laughs> I remember turning 80 like it was yesterday. <laughs> Well, maybe the day before yesterday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys will excuse us, I've got some vocal warm-ups to do. Not that I need them. And I should practice my illusion again. I mean, not that I need to. I've pulled so many baby Jesuses from behind so many ears, it's second nature to me now. Break a leg, boys. <laughs> See you after the show. Whoa, what's that sound coming from your purse? Oh, oh my, it's the ring of my old-fashioned cellular phone. <laughs> Hello! Oh, yes, Crockpot! Merry Christmas Eve to you as well! How are things at the Governor's Mansion? Cliff! Oh my god! I've got urgent news! Whatever it is, you shouldn't be running like that. You're liable to blow out your new hips. <coughs> Never mind my new hips. I just realized what this Christmas is all about. What? 
You know how each Christmas is about something? Like that time long, long ago when Mr. Snodbottom and Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn drugged us so we'd remember the true spirit of Christmas? Oh, and that Christmas we fled fascism and left Casablanca for good? Oh, yeah. And the Christmas we were terrorized by Hillbilly Willie, the one when Charles the Contractor's mother saved some kind of show we were doing in Bangkok. Then the Christmas we were held hostage in the bank. Oh, the one we spent on the moon. That Christmas we all switched personalities. And the one where we fought over who made the better eggnog. We have spent a lot of memorable holidays together, and I know what this one's going to be about. What? Finding my glasses! We're all going to pitch in so I can read the names on the gift tags tomorrow. But before we do that, we got to find my glasses. It's a Christmas mystery. No, it isn't. They're on your head, uh, resting on that wrinkled old chrome dome of yours. What will this Christmas be all about? Hey, Cliff and Kendall. I've got two things to tell you. Number one... Cliff, your big Grinch solo starts in five minutes, and Kendall, your big magic trick starts in eight minutes. I know that seemed like two things, but it was really one. The real second thing I have to say is that it's time for your evening medication. Thanks, Terry. I'm so glad you ended up temping as the head nurse over the holidays this year. Me too. Yeah, Terry, I don't know what we would have done without you. All those temporary times you saved our vegetarian bacon. It's been my pleasure, guys. All right, Ichi, you break a leg out there. I have to go give a few enemas before Cliff's big Grinch solo. A temporary nurse's work is never done. Oh, there's one more thing. Someone dropped off a big gift for you guys. I left it under the tree in the day room. Ooh, I wonder what it could be. Maybe something from one of our old assistants? No, I don't think any of them really cared for you that much. Well, whatever it is, I hope it isn't underwear. Nobody wants underwear for Christmas. I certainly don't want underwear, do you? I don't want no Hanes or Fruit of the Loom. If you give me those, I'll throw them across the room. Nobody wants underwear for Christmas. What do you think old Santa Claus would do? He wouldn't give out panties or a pair of briefs. If those were under the tree, the kids would stare in disbelief. I can see us now on Christmas morning, opening up a box. Oh, what a slap in the face and a total disgrace to find a motherfucking pair of socks. Nobody wants underwear for Christmas. I certainly don't want underwear, do you? I don't want no haze, no fruit of the loom. If you give me those, I'll throw them across the room. I don't want, I mean, I don't want underwear for Christmas, do you? No, fuck that shit. Whatever happened to cakes? underwear for Christmas. I certainly don't want underwear, do you? I don't want no haze, no, no, no fruit, fruit of the loom. loom. If you give me that shit, I'm gonna throw it across the room. Right in your face. Nobody wants underwear for Christmas. You know what? And if you give me pants. Oh, get that. No, I can't even. I'm gonna throw those at you too, because I just. No clothes. Let's just show them. I'll never get over how realistic these fireplace holograms are. So realistic. (laughs) And warm, very toasty sugar lump.
Speaking of toast, we better all get to bed soon. It's nearly midnight, and that means Christmas breakfast is right around the corner. <sighs> Kendall's right. I'm so glad you guys came over for the big show. We wouldn't miss it for the world. And don't forget, we'll pick you boys up tomorrow after we drop off the gifts for Lemon Juice, Candelabra, and Yabba Dabba Doos at Fonky's. What about Baba Wobble and Arrivederci? Oh, they'll be coming with Opie in time for the big supper I'm going to prepare. Well, good. I drew Baba Wobble's name for the big gift exchange. I know he'll love the Kermit the Frog digital lunch pod I got him. I wonder who got my name. I hope it wasn't Yabba Dabba Doo again. The last thing I need is another crayon drawing of Santa Claus. Oh, you two will just have to wait until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Sleep tight, boys. Good night. See you tomorrow. You know what we should do now? Go back to our adjoining rooms and eat a snack while we sing our version of the Muppet Christmas Carol classic One More Sleep Till Christmas, One More Snack Till Christmas? No. We can open that mysterious package Terry the Temp told us about. Oh, yeah. Hey, here it is, under the tree, like she said. It's huge! Wow, and that is some fancy-ass wrapping paper. Oh, it's almost too pretty to open. Almost. (gasps) What's inside? I don't have my glasses, because I keep forgetting to go to the eye doctor and get glasses. It's... Another box. Looks really old. It looks big enough for two Funko Pops. Remember how much money we spent on those things? <laughs> we were only like 40. We weren't old enough to know any better. Yeah. <gasps> it's a music box. What song is that? You don't know? I named that tune in one note. So, what is it? Here comes... Here comes... The Bride? Here comes Santa Claus. Oh, hey, what's that flickering in the fireplace? Must be a short somewhere in the fire hologram. Ooh, the fire went out. Are those bells? Wedding bells? No, sleigh bells. (gasps) Is that... Is that... (laughs) Merry Christmas, boys. (laughs) Santa, it's you. It is you, right? Not one of the orderlies playing another prank on us. Oh, it's me, all right. Oh, goody! What'd you bring us? Uh, Kendall, that's not polite. Santa will give us our gifts when he's ready. Hey, Santa, do you remember when you brought me that Urkel doll in 1991? Oh, how could I forget? (laughs) Well, guess what? I still have it. Look, and listen to this. <laughs> the elves really outdid themselves on those Oracle dolls. But that's not why I'm here. It isn't. No, boys, I'm afraid my time as Santa is drawing to a close. This will be my last Christmas I get to deliver toys to children all over the world. Then I must transfer my holiday magic and hand over the whole operation to a new Santa Claus. A new Santa Claus? Is it me? Is it me? <laughs> yes! You two have been chosen to become co-Santas. I've been watching you when you were sleeping and when you were awake. You two are simply full of merriment. And I love merriment. Wow. Toys, reindeers, elves. And all those cookies, cookies, cookies. Oh, this is amazing. It's incredible. I'm even happier than when Jake Gyllenhaal won his fourth and fifth Oscars on the same night. <laughs> 
ho, ho. I'll return for the two of you one week from tonight, on New Year's Eve. Then I'll take you to the North Pole. Wait, if we become Santas, will we see our friends again? Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, Mr. Snodbottom? And the rest? And my wife Susan? She's spending this Christmas in Hawaii with the girls from her senior citizens bowling league. But what if we want to spend next Christmas together? <laughs> I'm afraid you'll have to leave all that behind. Huh. Can we have some time to think about this? <laughs> of course. You can give me your decision when I return exactly one week from now. Thanks, Santa. You know what? So I don't forget, I'm going to go ahead and set a brain alarm in my Apple brain chip. Apple brain chip? Set a brain alarm for one week from right now. Setting brain alarm. Now at midnight, we're all going to sing Auld Lang Syne, right? And I don't know about you, but I've always wondered what it meant. <laughs> so I looked it up. It was written in Old Scottish by a very famous poet, Robert Burns. And Auld Lang Syne means time remembered with fondness. And to me, it's a song about remembering people who've meant something to you in your life. A mentor, a teacher, a friend from your childhood. Should old acquaintance be That's my brain alarm. Better turn off Barbara. Santa will be here any second. Oh, I'm glad the day room is empty tonight. Why wouldn't it be? Our New Year's Eve party was this afternoon at three. We're really going through with this? All of it? We both know it's the right thing to do. Ho, 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 ho. Happy New Year's, boys. Are you ready to begin your new lives? We sure are, Santa. Then take my hands. I will transfer the magic of Christmas into you both. You're still old and fat, but now you have a fluffy white beard. You too! All right, Santa Cliff and Santa Kendall. Let's head up to the sleigh and off to the North Pole. You're going to stick around, right, and show us the ropes? Only for a few days. Then you and the elves can take it from there. Now, lay a finger aside your noses, and here we go.
up. I think there's a prowler upstairs. Oh, my. But, Sugarlump, we're on the second floor. There is no upstairs. Oh, dear. That, that means there's a prowler on the roof. Oh, what about our new shingles? Linda, Linda, what time is it? The time is 1 a.m. The date is January 6th, 2062. Linda, the helping robot is so helpful, even at this hour. Yes, I'm glad we got her on sale at the Amazon Taco Bell Halliburton store the day after Thanksgiving 2.0. But you're forgetting about the prowlers on the roof. They could be here to abduct us. Do you think that's what happened to Cliff and Candle? They've been missing for nearly a week. Right now, I believe just about anything. Linda, stand by to call the police. Standing by. Mr. Snidebottom? Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn? <laughs> Boys, is that you? Oh, I don't know what to address first. Those snowy white beards of yours or the fact that you've been missing for days on end. Frankly, Sugarlump, I'm more interested in the beards <laughs> and those fuzzy red suits you're wearing. Christmas was nearly two weeks ago. Why are the two of you both dressed like Santa Claus? We both are Santa Claus. <laughs> My exploding you logs! Whatever do you mean? You guys pack your bags and we'll explain on the way to the North Pole. North Pole? <laughs> yeah, Cliff and I are going to be Santa Clauses for the next century or two. But we couldn't imagine doing it without you guys. You won't believe the North Pole. It's so snowy and things are all decorated like candy canes and crap. And the elves, oh, you're going to love them. Oh yeah, and they're not there against their will in case you were wondering. No, we made sure of that first thing. Well, first thing after dessert. They have great health care and paid time off and all the nog they can drink. It flows down from the mountains, an actual stream of eggnog. Oh, but what about Funky and Opie and the grandchildren? Oh, right. I forgot about them. Oof, we're already breaking the rules the old Santa gave us. Why can't we just bring them all along, too? Hey, why not? We already picked up Susan and Terry the Temp. Terry's finally ready to commit to one job. Can you believe it? Why don't we swing by the governor's mansion and bring Crockpot as well? And of course, there's Charles the Contractor. No! I will not have Charles the Contractor turning all the snow in the North Pole yellow. Santa Candle Boy, I hate to bring it up, but there is a Santa Claus in Charles the Contractor's contract. Well, darn. Oh my, this is so exciting. Sugarlump, I'll need your help picking out the right tie for the sleigh ride. I think this might take a while. Do you guys have any cookies? Oh, of course. Several jars full in the kitchen, freshly baked today. Meet us down there when you're ready to go. Oh, which doilies will I take? Kendall, just go ahead and order a pizza too, and make mine a double. I can't believe we're Santa Claus. I can't believe we're Santa Claus. I believe there's always hope when all seems lost. But I can't believe we're Santa Claus. I can't believe we're Santa Claus. I'll tell you why that's true. Because it all seems so crazy and it's all so new. I believe in aliens. I believe in crystals too. But I can't believe we're Santa Claus. I mean, Cliff, can you? No, I can't. I believe in Jake Gyllenhaal and Bette Midler and Shelley Long. I believe in the show Dinosaurs, but not the movie King Kong. 
I believe in watching science shows and doing magic tricks. I believe in eating so many Christmas cookies that I can't help but get sick. But I can't believe we're Santa Claus. I can't believe we're Santa Claus. I believe love should prevail at any cost. But I can't believe we're Santa Claus. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to all and to a good night. Santa Claus is coming to town, gather round. Santa Claus is on his way. There's no more Santa Claus. He's the boogie woogie Santa Claus. The boogie woogie Santa Claus. Is that you, Santa Claus? I'm gonna email Santa. side of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose he sprang to his sleigh to his team gave a whistle and away they all flew like the down of a thistle but i heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight merry christmas to all and to <laughs> a good night 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 Christmas stays the same. Santa Cliff, tonight's ride has been one for the books. Oh. <laughs> You're right, Santa Kendall. I didn't think we'd make it up above that snowstorm in Cleveland, not carrying all this weight. It's not because we're so fat. It's because we're using double the reindeer. Uh, I guess. Uh, well, of course. We have to use double the reindeer. Since we widen the sleigh so we can both deliver toys together on Christmas Eve. I can't believe the old Santa wanted you to take the northern hemisphere and me the southern. Just because of the world's gigantic population or whatever. 
The old Santa wasn't as creative as us. He would never have thought to get the Christmas Warlock and the Hanukkah Witch to cast that spell to find the real Superman. Now, Superman just flies around the Earth and changes its rotation to turn back time for us every Christmas Eve. Giving us hours and hours to deliver all those toys. Pretty simple once you think about it. And it would have been so boring up here alone. This is so much more fun. Plus, remember what happened on the roof of the Hernandez house? You'd still be stuck in that chimney if I hadn't been there. And you would have been choked on those cookies Dash and Dante left out if I hadn't been there to do the Heimlich. See, we know what we're doing. Sure we do. That's why our podcast has lasted so long. All those decades as Cliff and Kendall, and then for the last 210 years as Santa Cliff and Santa Kendall. Nearly 300 years on the air. And we still have dozens of listeners. <laughs> we must be doing something right. You know... Looking down at all those twinkly lights below us, I'm kind of sad this is our last Christmas as Santas. Me too, but the new Santa's ready to take over for us. The first non-binary Santa of color. It's about time, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm just... I'm gonna miss it. Yeah, yeah. I am looking forward to tomorrow night, though. The ancient texts say we must walk to the back of the candlelight cave. At the tippy top of Mount Mistletoe. Santa Cliff and Santa Kendall, you're cleared for landing on Reindeer Runway 1. Thanks, Terry. Down Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen. Down Comet and Cupid, Donder and Blitzen. Down Reba and Cher, Dorothy and Blanche. Down Billy and Mickey, Cheddar Cheese and Cool Ranch. Are you sure we're going the right way? Yeah, Elfie gave me this printout of the ancient map. We've been walking through Candlelight Cave for hours. Oh, I'm sure it won't be much longer. Oh, uh, hey, you guys mind if I drain the lizard one last time? Charles, please don't leave a pea puddle in Candlelight Cave. I don't want the elves to remember our time as Santas like that. No, I want the elves to remember our time as Santas because we caused the crime rates to plummet all over the world year after year. Once we started giving kids Muppet toys, whether they asked for them or not, crime never stood a chance. (laughs) Right, Crockpot? Uh-huh. Hey, guys. Is that the door up ahead? That's it. Are we all here? Already? A thousand times, yes. Oh, hallelujah, sugar lump. Hallelujah, indeed. (laughs) Betty, how did you get into listening to episodes of our show? Uh, They're played very, very often. And sometimes I don't know they're on, and I turn a uh, uh, set on, and uh, I hear a voice, and I say... And you say, oh no, it's Cliff and Kendall again. Yes. You and I went to brunch with Harriet Tubman about 40 years ago. Have you seen her lately? Oh, she has a great new hairdo. Uh, no, I haven't seen her recently. But I shall never forget her. She was quite wonderful. I couldn't agree more. And Betty, I still wish you could have come to my birthday party this year. Buddha kept asking about you. Yes, I, I regret I regret that. Well, 
Well, thank you to our friend Betty Davis for coming on another episode of Cliff and Kendall Cloud to Cloud, one of Heaven's longest-running podcasts. I hope you had fun. I had three fun people to be with. Oh, yeah. Thanks to our other special guest and dear friend, Dolly. Well, thank you for having me. It's good to be with you. Dolly, Cliff, and I haven't been over to your place in a few weeks. Has the decor changed? So I've got my Christmas trees and all the things set up to make it feel like the holiday season. Oh, I can't wait to see that. All right, well, that's it for this week's show. Tune in again next week for more Cliff and Kendall Cloud to Cloud. Our guests will be Nelson Mandela and Joan Rivers. Okay, ladies, we need to get on an angel flight to Jim Henson's big Christmas party. God finally allowed him to just bring the Muppets to life already. Now, Dolly, how soon can you be ready? If I have to, I can be ready in 20 minutes. 30 minutes, I'd prefer. Perfect. We'll meet you two in 30 minutes down by the mermaid pond. Another wonderful episode, boys. Dolly, Betty, you can follow me. And Betty, I love that crochet doily you made for me. (laughs) Is that style of crochet easy to do? I think it's extremely difficult. Extremely difficult and understandably so. I believe that. (laughs) Dolly, you look so happy today. Do people often tell you that? People always say you just, you know, you just seem to always be so happy. I say, well, that's the Botox. (laughs) (laughs) 30 minutes. That's just enough time for one pre-party pizza pie. I'm going for something light instead. A sensible hot fudge sundae. We've got Jim Henson's party tonight. Your big party tomorrow. And before you ask, Charles the contractor won't be there. He's going to that big get-together at Jesus's. Oh, and would you tell your mom to double that recipe for the angel hair pasta salad she always makes? I want to make sure there's enough for me, you, and Taft. Sure. And is Susan coming? No, she went to hell. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) She went to Helen Keller's big holiday festival on Mars. You know how Susan, Helen Keller, Cleopatra, and Rosa Parks love to vacation together. They are just like the Sex and the City girls. From the first series, not the many successful and long-running reboots and spinoffs. I'll have to tell Sarah Jessica Parker about Susan and her gal pals when I see her at Madonna's New Year's Eve blowout. Oh, is Rayanne coming tomorrow? She has reincarnated herself again. Can you believe that? Between you and me, I don't get her whole fascination with growing and learning on Earth. Hey guys, did you order a pizza and a hot fudge sundae? We did, but Terry, why are you bringing them in? They always just float in on the breeze. You two know how I like to stay busy, which is another reason I wanted to see you. Cliff, I'm sorry, but I'm going to miss your big Christmas party tomorrow. What? Terry? I just got a message. They asked me to be the Aurora Borealis again, just until the spring. We're sure going to miss you this Christmas, but you'll do a great job as the Northern Lights. Yeah, but don't let them talk you into staying longer, though. You're scheduled to be a guest host on Cloud to Cloud next fall when Kendall and I go to Earth to invisibly rustle the autumn leaves. Oh, I won't forget that. Okay. Thanks, Terry. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, guys. You know, Kendall, we've spent a lot of Christmases together. I know. As ourselves, as Santas, and here in the afterlife. That's true. And no matter what... Podcast playing on a speaker so